Good evening. Today is February 13th, 2024. We are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter and step is Into Action, Step 11. And our speaker tonight is Mary S. Thank you so much for being here, Mary. Thank you, Amy. Hi, everybody. It's Mary. I'm a compulsive overeater. And needless to say, I'm really nervous. I'm really big on service and being behind the scenes, being on camera and sharing my experience, strength and hope is actually more new to me, even though I've been in the program almost three years. Um, thank you everyone for doing service. Um, I'm gonna start with a framework which has really colored my thought process towards God all of my life. You know, I'm very grateful. I've been very, very blessed in my 66 years of life on this planet. I was born very aware as an infant. I remember everything all the way from the time I was born, especially till the time I was three years old. My experience during those years until I turned three was that everything in the world was connected. We were living in a sea of atoms. There was no division. There was no separation. This experience as a child, as a baby, always stayed with me because at age three years old, I looked at my hand and then I looked at my mom ironing and I looked at my hand and my arm and I looked at my brother sleeping in his crib. And then I looked at my hand and my arm and my body, and I realized that I was separate from the whole world around me. And this experience, you know, there was a loneliness to being separate. So as I went on through life, and I'm not gonna tell you every single thing, I promise, but that experience of being uni in a unified field was very um, impressive on my thinking and how I looked at people and how I went through my life because I felt that we were all connected, you know, many parts, one whole. And I've experienced that so much here in the 12 steps in my AA program, as well as OA that each of us are a part of the larger whole. So that was very influential in my thinking. Um, the, the 11th step states through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, uh, knowledge for his will for us and the power to carry that out. So what does that exactly mean? I mean, what are we taught? We turn to our big book, which is a textbook. It's teaching us just like we would in a course or college. And it teaches us to bookend our days um, at night, doing a nightly review. Have I been selfish? Have I been resentful? Have I been dishonest? Have I been fearful? And in order to do that for me, I start at bedtime and I think back to dinner. And from dinner, I think to lunch, lunch to breakfast, breakfast to the time I woke up. If anything triggers me or creates like an energetic 
pull in my body, I know that that is something that I have to look at more closely and ask myself, do, does it qualify for one of those four things, the resentment, the selfishness, the dishonesty, or the fear? Now, nine times out of 10, fear is my largest um, defective character or it, it whatever triggers me does come down to fear. Um, so I go through my day and I look back over it and I see if there's any person, any place, any situation that created some kind of irritability or discontent or restlessness or anger in me. And then I answer that and I ask God to help me, you know, be what he wants me to be, you know, to have forgiveness if I have a resentment or um, to release me of the fear, to be honest. Um, so how would God want me to be? You know, that's, that's, that's the question. How would God want me to be? And I often find God in your faces, especially in your eyes. Like when I meet people, I look for that spark because I can see that spark. I believe we all have that spark that every single day I am co-creating with God this particular day. And how do I want to be? How do I want to be of help to others? You know, even in prayer, somewhere in the big book, I read it, that we pray not for ourselves, but for how we can be helpful to others. You know, how can be, I be helpful to you? How can I be helpful to my family? Um, and that brings us to the other bookend of step 11, which is upon awakening. What happens when I open my eyes first thing in the morning? Even before I go to the bathroom, I begin talking to God. Good morning. Help me, you know, be set, you know, divorced from um, self-pity motives and selfishness. Um, and I ask and think about the day ahead. You know, how, how am I going to live this day? There are times where I feel so close to God that I literally feel every cell in my body saturated with the beauty that is God, which for me, my higher power is total unconditional love, warm, embracing, enveloping love. Now, am I like that every single minute of every single day? Absolutely not. I am human. And there are times where I do not feel any connection. And I know that I'm either resting on my laurels or I skipped one part of my prayer and I need to turn back and, and, and get there. So when I'm communing with my higher power, I have inspirations, I have hunches, I have thoughts, and I've learned more to listen to that. When I get an inspiration and I don't follow it, I always regret that, you know, because as I've been going along, the strength of those inspirations, those hunches, that direction is becoming more clear to me. 
and more acute. Um, when I don't follow it, I always regret it. You know, the God consciousness. And that brings us to the power, you know, knowing his will, but the power to carry that out. You know, if 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 I don't listen, if I don't listen, I don't carry out his will in my life. And that is a really sad place for any addict to be. The hole in my soul was so large that only God could fill it. And that's how I look at the 11th step, the prayer and the meditation. When I pray, I'm talking to God. When I'm meditating, I'm listening to God. And that's how I really address um, step 11. You know, there's this conscious contact that I have and I carry through as often as I can. Like I said, I'm human and there are times that life can be a shit show and I just have to accept it as it is and just pray about it. Um, in my um, 50s, I did have a heart attack and I did die and I had a near-death experience. And what happened for me which further solidified what I had as a child um, is that I actually left my body and I could see myself in the corner of the room as the nurses were working on me. And somehow I catapulted through all these layers of the atmosphere. And in the distance, there was a light. And that light shone on me and I felt such a warmth and so much love that had I had a physical body, I just would have burst into a million atoms. I would not have been able to contain the love that I felt at that time. And I said, oh my God, you are what I've always been looking for. And I would not trade this experience for anything in the world. And at that moment- Yes, Mary. 10 minutes, thank you. At that moment, my soul, my spirit, my essence, you know, I could hear them saying, give her three milliliters of epinephrine, we're losing her. I could feel myself come back into my body. And when I feel lonely, when I feel separated from God, I think about that moment that I experienced in my life because it really is beyond conception, beyond the love that I felt. And I'm a very loving person. <laughs> the love that I felt at that moment is something that I've never experienced in my physical body. I could not contain the love that I felt at that moment. It was very incredible for me. So as I um, think of the 11th step, you know, the power to carry that out, you know, it, that that's that's an integral part to this step. Each portion of it, it's the prayer and meditation, acknowledging God's will, and then the power to carry that out. I find it rude and disrespectful to God to not listen to his will when I know it and the power to carry that out. And, you know, I believe that God is like the middle of a bicycle wheel and all the spokes are the different religions and pathways to that God. 
um, it doesn't matter what your conception is of God. You know, way back when I was young and I came in through the beverage program, a Catholic priest taught me, I thought I was going straight to hell for everything I did. And what he said to me is, Mary, just consider God good orderly direction in your life. And that made sense to me. That was about how much I could absorb and understand at that time in my life. And as the years and decades have gone by, my closeness to my higher power has shifted and changed. I am a very blessed woman. I really am. Have I had problems in life? You betcha. You know, has life been awful at times and frightening? Absolutely. But I always got through it to the other side because of prayer and meditation and my connection to God. And um, I don't have too much more to say other than this is how I think of step 11. It, and in fact, I would like to show you this. I don't know if you can see this. Do you see that? That's St. Francis of Assisi. I keep him on my night table every night. And this is his prayer, which touches me so very deeply because of the connection that I feel with people, with all people. It doesn't matter where you're from, where you live, or how much money you have, there's a connection that we have. It's very quantum physics and quarks and like when I was a baby and the world was all one unified field. You know, so Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we're born to eternal life. And we are all given the gift of being reborn through this program. We, we have that psychic change and we can always, you know, kind of run to God's hands and just place ourselves in his cupped hands. That's what I look for. When I have an issue, I lift God up. I lift my sons up. I lift the, lift the situation up and put it in these cupped hands that I visualize. Thank you so much for allowing me to share. It wasn't as bad as I thought, <laughs> and I seem to get through it. And with that, I'd like to pass. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Mary. That was so beautiful. Thank you. And we will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. <clears throat> As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week into action step 11. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. 
If you'd like to ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine, if you're on the phone. And I will call the raised hands in order and the Zoom host will ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Um, would our timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. And if our speaker, Mary, is asked a question, please allow another three minutes for the answer. Okay, let me just switch on over to the raised hands, lots of raised hands, okay. So I see first on my list, Chanel T followed by Hannah B. Hi, thank you so much for taking the meeting, Amy. Thank you everyone doing service and Mary. I ha I wasn't sure I could speak right after because of the tears, you know, I was so moved. And for you to be worried about that story, I, I the things we do in our heads, right? Thank you. I, I, I actually went to a couple people when seeking people to speak on step 11. Um, I had some ideas in my head, your name floated around in my head. And then someone was like, I, I don't know, like three different people were like, Mary S. I'm like, well, yeah. Okay. Obviously. And, and then I didn't think you'd be available because for anyone who doesn't know Mary, she serves everywhere in this program, everywhere. She serves across the country, probably around the world. And so Mary, thank you for all your service. Um, when you told that story of what happened to you when you died and the love that you couldn't contain in a physical body, I will carry that image with me of you just feeling that love to the point that had you been in your body at that moment, you would have burst. That to me describes my conscious contact with God when I do it. And it's a great reminder to me. And I thank you. And with that, I will pass. And next we have Hannah B. Hi, Hannah B. Recovered compulsive overeater gratefully for today. Uh, Mary, thank you. Good golly. That was amazing. It was wonderful. There was nothing wrong with what you shared and you definitely had no reason to be nervous that you really had me just so um, just the way you talked and the spirit and the essence that you shared just really just was just so grounding and peaceful and beautiful. And I just, I love these stories. These white light stories are some of my favorite stories ever since I was a little girl. They're so captivating to me. And, um, so thank you so much for sharing that. And like, just describing, um, that like state of pure consciousness, you know, just like pure consciousness. Um, and like, that's what we're all seeking, you know, like that's why we chased these ridiculous solutions outside of ourselves, um, seeking this pseudo spiritual experience, you know, and, and so you're so blessed to, for God to have, have given you that experience. Um, and, and I feel like we're so blessed for being able to, to hear it. And, um, thank you. Um, the 11th step is like the most, I think the most enjoyable one for me, um, because when I, 
am able to be disciplined enough. Um, and I do this um, as a result of doing the other steps. You know, it's not like, it's not like if I was trying to practice step 11, when I was like, you know, prior to being recovered, I did have really powerful experiences, but, um, you know, it's step 11. It's in the order it's in for a reason. I think, you know, um, to be able to drop into that place and connect within is, is like the place that I want to be and the place that I want to stay, because that's where I'm like, you know, I'm whole and, um, I'm loved and, and there's nothing wrong. And, and that's where I get all my insight and that's where I get direction and how cool that we can, you know, do this work and uncover enough to, to get to that and access that with this step and this practice to be able to, um, you know, have conscious contact and access God and have that begin to be like just intuitive, you know, and like a conversation, an ongoing conversation, um, throughout the day. And, um, I'm, I'm very grateful for my recovery today for that reason, because I can hear God, you know, as long as I keep, keep it quiet. <laughs> um, so it looks like I'm out of time. Thank you. I'll pass. Thank you. Next, we have Michelle M. Hey, everybody. My name is Michelle M, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Um, thank you, everybody, for service, and thank you so much, Mary, for your beautiful, beautiful share. I, I needed to hear it so bad. Um, yesterday, I had the funeral for my stepdad, who is my second dad. And, you know, a couple of things that I took away from your share, other than your magnificent story, which is something that I truly, truly believe. And I've heard those white light stories and um, the reminder of it has helped me so much this evening. Um, you said, we pray and we ask for guidance. And when we meditate, we listen. And one of the things you said was, how can we be helpful to others? How can I be helpful today? And when you said that, all that's been coming through my mind whenever I think program is, I can let other people help me right now. That can be my service. I don't have to put on a brave face. I don't have to act like everything is okay. When it's not, or it doesn't feel like it. And I'm breaking inside. But I'm feeling because I'm abstinent and sober. I abstinent and sober, and I had three wonderful, wonderful years with my stepdad because of this program. So when I can come on to a meeting, I can share. My service today is to let you help me and to not call myself selfish for that. And to be okay, that I am not okay. But like I said to somebody, 
I'm abstinent and I'm here. No matter what my head tells me, I did not want to come here today. I came here because I had a commitment and I will do it again tomorrow. And that's what I need right now. Um, thank you for, thank you for sharing that story and for reminding me that he's not in pain and that is part of my higher power. So with that, I pass. Thank you, Michelle. We're sorry for your loss. And next will be Ann L. Hi, my name is Ann and I am a um, gratefully recovered compulsive reader. Um, thanks everyone for service and Mary, thank you for your share. Um, I um, I have to admit, I've heard those stories from other fellow, or not fellows, but other people. Um, and um, and they are true experiences. They are very, very true and very, uh, I take my breath away when I hear those kind of things. Um, because I know that there's something out there that I don't always understand and can't always grasp. Um, and for me, prayer and meditation did not come easy. It was something I really had to um, practice more and more and more um, as I continued to work the 11th step. And the more that I did it, the um, I received more. Um, I received um an opening up of my thinking to different ways to believe and to understanding things um, that I'd been unable to grasp. So for me, it was um, a, a good experience and it's something I still continue to um, practice. And um, I can only, um, believe that it will continue to evolve and open up even more for me, which I'm grateful for all of that. Um, because it's, um, it's vital for me to stay connected and, and to really be quiet and listen. Um, and the, something that's helped me with that a lot has been the two-way prayer um, um, train that I've gotten involved in along the way. And that's been, um, a good experience for me to um, to work with. So, um, and that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you, Anne. And next we have Jim H. Hey everyone, I'm Jim, a compulsive overeater and restrictor in recovery. Mary, thank you so much for your share. Uh, wow, I just um, felt like you brought me to a different realm and it, it felt so honest and, and I really appreciate the way you shared um, both your humanness and your deep connection to spirit. Uh, I think sometimes I get attached to my spiritual moments and get really upset when they leave, you know, in the ways that you talked about having that and and knowing that truth deep in your heart and that you're not always in touch with it because you're human I, I don't know that just felt liberating that 
um, you know, that deep love is true and I've experienced it, I would say, in my own way. And I, sometimes it feels more present than others. And I think the mystery for me is that that's okay, you know, um, and I don't need to run to some sort of substance or food or really I don't need to run because it's okay even when I feel all out of sorts, you know, that's just part of being human. Um, but yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing me to that different realm for a little bit. I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Jim. And now we have Terry W. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Every time I listen to you speak, it just goes right straight into my heart. And it always has since the first day I've ever met you. You make me feel so warm and so loved. And um, I never heard your story about your heart attack. And I'm sorry to hear that you went through that experience. However, it sounds to me like it was so enlightening and beautiful. And, you know, I, I like the way you talked about when you were born, there was no division. And I truly believe you're still in that plane with no division. And I, I know that you practice that a lot. So I'm really pleased that that's never, that's never left you. Um, and I love how you talk about co-creating with God. I talk about that a lot. And I always had trouble with prayer um, and meditation. So I had to memorize it until it came true. Um, and it actually became a part of me. And, you know, as I co-create with God, I ask God every day to prove my conscious contact with God, develop humility. It makes it easy to see God help, God's help, enhance my usefulness to others. And I grab God in midair and put him into my heart three or four times a day. And it became real and it became honest. And I think it's so important not to have resentments um, because they block me from God um, and block me from being available to other people as well. But your story meant a lot. It really touched my heart, Mary, and it's a gift to know you. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. And next we have Stacy F. Ah, uh, yes. Thanks so much. I'm Stacy. I'm a compulsive overeater. Mary, that was high. Um, let me turn view so I speak to everybody rather than seeing myself. Um, that was really wonderful. Thank you so much for that share. Um, I I want what you have. I want what you have. I want what so many of you have. Like, you know, I'm reading the big book with my sponsee and, you know, we, like we read the part where, you know, I'm the actor forever trying to lead the show and I still am. And I, you know, I have moments of feeling a connection with the divine, but many more moments are still me completely in charge and, and just me in my life. And, um, and that there's nothing beyond that. And, um, I'm, I'm turning 60 next month and, um, my mom died 10 days before she turned 60. So I'm, I'm very soon approaching the point at which my mother's life ended, um, that, that part of my life. And so I've been thinking about death so much I, I have, and, um, I would like that belief. I would like that connection. I, I don't, I don't feel it yet. Um, but it says in the big book that if you're open and honest and willing, that that connection will surely come. It's it's, I, I read that many times and it is a promise that if you're honest and open, it may take a while, 
but awareness of the creative spirit of the universe will come. And my favorite line in the book is that deep down in the heart of every man, woman, and child is the fundamental belief in God. Um, it's one of my favorite lines in the entire book. So on an intellectual level, I know it, but even like, um, even when I hear near-death experiences, I think maybe that's just like a neurochemical release that everybody sees this white light. Like I, like I just, you know, like I, I reduce it to, to that and, and um, to explain it away so that I still understand it, you know? Anyway, I do have a quick question. Um, uh, my, my question, I, I was doing 11 steps. I've kind of fell by the wayside on them because Two reasons. I'm really tired at night. My husband's ready to go to bed. We get into bed. That's like a bad time for me to like turn on my light and start doing an 11 step. And it just started to feel so rote. It just, it just started to feel very rote and not connected to me anymore. And then you get to the question, what could I have done better? I hate that question. I can always do something better. Always. I could have exercised more. I could have whatever. And so I'm just wondering, as somebody who sounds so spiritually connected to somebody who craves it, but really does not feel it at this point, do you have any um, advice for me on approaching the 11th step or, or anything at all to continue my connection? Thank you. My 2023 was marked by discipline. That was like the big word, just to remember to do it. It doesn't have to be a soliloquy or at the war and peace, just going through it. And if anything really pops out to you, you know, that's what I hone into. My son put me in a very uncomfortable position today. I was on my knees before this meeting. He wants to come here instead of go to PHB after rehab. You know, that's the kind of thing well, one, I have to do a 10 step on it, which I did. And two, when I think back over my day, I'll think of how he was trying to manipulate me and how I was feeling around that. But I know I gave him the right answer. I said to him, let me think about that. And I'll let you know if you can come here rather than continue your uh, treatment at a PHP level. So just practice you know we're human you know sometimes we're tired and we just go to sleep but it is about discipline it really is and that's something I worked on all through 2023 and will for the rest of my life because I'm human fire the itty bitty shitty committee in your head mm -hmm. Stacey <laughs> thanks thank you thank you Stacy, for the question thank you Mary for the answer and next Oh, I think we have turned the recording off and Joellen 